Come on. She is strong. She is powerful. She is Maddie Martin. She is a digital marketing expert helping brands grow fast. She's the head of growth and education at Smith AI. They are a virtual virtual receptionist company. Welcome, Maddie, to Lifeblood Brand. Thanks so much, George. It's great to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on. Maddie, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, personally, uh, econ major went to culinary school, so I had a very early on, uh, you know, career shift, then to nonprofits, fundraising, and back to food, where I was uh, an editor and then um, in charge of some pretty key partnerships with uh, Whole Foods Market when I was at Food 52, um, and uh, did a lot of content syndication, cut my SEO teeth there. And then on to uh, your mechanic, moved out to California. I've lived in, um, I think I moved 12 times in the last 15 years or something like that. So moved around a lot, seen a lot of places, travel some for fun also. But when I was at your mechanic in California, you know, I um, had no experience in car repair, but built up a, a car repair advice site for them. We did a lot of partnerships as well, a lot of content and SEO syndication. Um, really expanded sort of the market footprint in that industry where we were sending mechanics to your home or office to fix your car. Then uh, on to Smith AI, where I was um, hired as the first marketing director and basically helped to spread the word about receptionist services, which we built a foundation for before COVID, thankfully. And then now we've become even more useful to businesses across the world, but primarily in North America, specifically the United States for the majority of our, our client base of professional and home service providers. Awesome. And do you still have a passion for, for, for cooking, chefing, yeah. preparing food? <laughs> I do. And I have a garden and, uh, you know, the short lived season in Buffalo, New York, but I have a garden and actually I overwintered garlic this year. So I did take advantage of some of the cold weather. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I love to cook. It's a stress release for me. So I'm cooking almost every night. You overwintered garlic. What does that mean? <laughs> well, you put the cloves in the ground and then they turn into bulbs the next summer, but they basically have to seed and uh, and take root and, and almost cure in the ground. Um, and they will take the entire winter, you put them in around October, and then in April, uh, you take the little hoop house that you put uh, on them off and you see green sprouts at a time when there's still, you know, even snow on the ground. So, yeah. How, how, uh, how, how, how deep are they planted? Not very deep, just oh. enough for the soil to cover them, basically. And then uh, they look like scallions for a while. Then they start to, you know, bulb out. And uh, if you pluck them now, it looks like little sort of purple sheathed uh, garlic cloves. And in about a month, they'll be they'll be garlic. Amazing, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. transformation. <laughs> transformation. Yeah, I can see that that whole process being very meditative and and um, good. So it's rewarding. Yeah, just like cooking. Nice. Is, is 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 there any industry that can't have success online? <laughs> um, that's a very good question. I mean, uh, restaurants surely have with delivery, um, and uh, there's a lot of learning, I think, to be done online, but there are still some things that uh, do come to life in person. 
Um, so yeah, I think that there are some things that can be approximated. Uh, you can do, you can do therapy, you can deliver even telemedicine now across video conferencing, but, uh, can you share a meal with someone? Yeah, you can, you can eat across the screen. Uh, is it the same experience of working together in the kitchen? No, I think there's still a role for, for in person in a lot of ways. Um, but in terms of industry around these things, like, I don't think there are any clear limits. No. Yeah. So what, what do you do for, for companies? Well, I identify, I think the, the fastest, um, most secure paths to growth, most sustainable. And that takes a lot of trial and error. It takes a lot of team building, a lot of hiring, a lot of, uh, experimentation and data analysis and, and just boots on the ground, getting your hands dirty and trying to figure things out quickly yourself to get to the core channels that are going to grow your business. Who are the core audiences, the affiliates, the, um, the spend that you need uh, to account for when, when growing at the rate that you expect and how do you get moving at that clip in a consistent manner? So I, I'm always evaluating for any of these businesses I've, I've run marketing for, um, where are the channels that we can rely on while we then go and experiment on those other ones. And is it, do you think it's possible for a small organization to, to, to try to do that on their own? It just seems like it's so much. I will say this. Um, I, I love the role of agencies in many ways, but I do feel like there is uh, a lot of importance to be placed on a core team. So no matter who you're going to contract out to, no matter what agencies you, you're going to use and they can be very valuable, you really do have to build internal capabilities that are going to be part of your IP, right? I mean, there is a, there is a, a coalescing of the team that cannot be replaced with sort of the contract hires. So um, I think that internally you really have to build the foundation of the brand, the tone, the values. That's something you have to set pace for. And then you can scale. You can bring more team members on at periods of high growth, particularly. Uh, you can bring on specialists. You can bring on writers. We love Upwork and we use it constantly. Um, but it's really important that you have a core competency that's enduring. So when you are meeting with a potential client and they say, you know, hey, Maddie, here's here's our business, but it doesn't seem like, like they've done a lot of that. It, it's not super clear what their, their – maybe they're having success, but it's not super clear what their mission, their, 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 their values are. They haven't necessarily – that hasn't all the way come together. Uh, it, you're saying that it's not necessarily going to be – effective if if y'all are are doing that on their behalf well i mean we at smith ai are just um facilitating their business growth by answering returning their calls screening their leads we're, we're not an agency we're not setting your marketing tone and direction we are fulfilling it and we are adhering to it so when it comes to a receptionist service i think it's really important and we see this very clearly that some brands still don't know how to instruct or how to guide based on their brand values and their frameworks and their playbooks. So if you don't yet know how to qualify lead, for example, or what characteristics make for a quality lead who's going to sign on for your service, who's going to be enjoyable to work with and who values your services, there's a mutual understanding and appreciation there. If you don't know how to identify those people, then it becomes very hard to scale and delegate 
to services like Smith AI because we're going to ask you, how do we schedule appointments for you? How do we qualify your leads that are coming through these various marketing channels that you're spending your energies, maybe with other contractors, to to get in the door? Um, but there's still a lot of noise, 30% spam calls right now. You know, it's no wonder that we don't pick up the phone. We have no idea who's calling. Is that unknown number a spammer or is it the best new client who's never talked to you before, right? And that's a huge dilemma for the business owner or department head who's thinking like, where do I allocate my time, my team's time? And the most important thing to get it off your plate is to document how to do it in the first place because you can't teach anything that hasn't really been written down. You know, you can't teach anything that you don't feel like there's a process in place for that. Now, sometimes there's a discovery process with Smith AI where you might document it in the process and we are your prompt to do so. But it's only easier if you start thinking about that earlier because surely you have leads who are already coming in and are you qualifying them now? Um, or is this a brand new process for you to, to work with us on, on the calls and the chats and the texts that we might be answering for you? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that certainly does make sense. Almost like a... Just to go back to the whole uh, culinary thing, having a recipe or just a process for, for how you plant the, the garlic when you're wintering it and then what happens next and, 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 and how you get ready to cook it. Um, yeah, well, that certainly does make sense. Is that is, is, is it common for people to come to you with, with that knowledge or do, they, do a lot of people require the prompts? I think, I think there's, um, it's common that people have a business that is – generating leads already and they have enough noise to get in touch with Smith AI. And then sometimes there is a bit of an investigative process where we ask you, you know, do you want us to answer all leads or existing clients, other stakeholders, maybe partners, vendors or affiliates? And you start to uh, poke at the process and the playbooks that you think you have. And you're like, I actually don't know uh, what to tell you when uh, a you know new partner calls or I'm actually interested in speaking with them or someone outside of you know sort of coloring within the lines you might say actually that was a good client who we you know sort of disqualified well why let's go back and revise so I think the most important thing is that not what you know do you have it already set up but do you have something some inkling that you could have as a starting point and understand that it's a dynamic, fluid process that's going to evolve over time. And then when it comes to these conversations with Smith AI or as your business grows and develops, let's say you open another office, you hire someone who is going to help scale the business, you know, these things are going to um, evolve as your business expands. So it's not it's not fixed. It's not set in stone. And, and in a conversation with us, you might find that it's time to grow right at that point because you want to hand off as much as you can. And maybe you've been putting off documenting some things or I've been meaning to update those documents to reflect our current client mix, uh, the way that our brand has evolved, and that's often the prompt to do so. What is that next level? Um, if it's a certain volume coming in or just, just from a knowledge level, people are probably certainly interested with or um, familiar with like, like an intake form on, on a website and stuff like right. that, and they're obviously familiar with answering phone calls, but what is that people don't recognize or realize that's that's possible. 
I think the next level really comes into the workflows. Uh, it, it has to do with using technology to your advantage to have systematic, consistent responses and, and process every time. So yes, you want the humans involved to have that human touch, the compassion. We work with a lot of lawyers, healthcare, et cetera. Um, and you might find that someone doesn't just need lead screening, they need someone to hear them out for a moment because they're going through something. Um, but but beside that human touch, the, the documentation, the forms and the workflows are really where it goes next level. So thanks to Zapier, Integromat, other systems like these, you can connect a lot of your disparate software right now without having to switch to an all-in-one solution, without having to go with something that only that one vendor will work with, right? So Smith AI has taken the approach of we want to work with almost any software program that you're using, and you can probably connect those dots for your own backend system as well. An example would be you've got a website, let's say it's on WordPress, you have a chat installed, you have a phone number that's using call rail tracking, and the phone comes in, it rings to Smith AI, and we handle the, you know, maybe a type form to go through questions. There's Calendly at the end that allows you to schedule an appointment. We go through that workflow. That could also be something they self-serve. Same thing on chat. You've got a, a, a sequence of questions that you ask in the same order, maybe as type form. And then you have a calendared appointment through the receptionist you're talking to in that chat widget. Either way, you're going through screening questions and then you're scheduling the qualified lead after those few steps. They've got skin in the game, the person who's coming in is a lead, and you have skin in the game knowing that your time will be well spent on that demo or consultation. Now, that entire sort of workflow is also reflected in your CRM. So you see the new contact information, the conversation history, that's there for you when you go to make that call with that new lead or you get that transferred call, great, you know, you're up to speed. So there's no need to have that conversation yourself. It was done for you. You're picking it up where you, it's time for you to take the baton, right? It's time for you to actually sell, talk about your core competencies and why they should choose your business. What we find is that Without the responsiveness, you know, clients will go two thirds of the time to the most responsive business. So the number one thing is to pick up, to answer, and then to have the workflow to put them at ease, make them feel like they're in the hands of an expert. By the time that you're talking to them as a business owner, it should be an easy layup. Nice. How 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 frequently or how 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 is that received? Do people believe that it's possible if 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 they've never done that? Uh, the business owner, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the clients love it because they love a responsive business that sort of guides them. Sure. You don't like asking a ton of questions. You call your HVAC company and they're like, so what do you want? I mean, who knows? Like, right? I don't know. <laughs> Air conditioning. <laughs> so, so you want, you want is the client to, to be answered with an expert um, or with someone who has a, a guiding sort of a question set in front of them. But uh, for the business, they love it because it means that they get to focus their time on being a business owner, on being an advocate, on a community builder, uh, networker, uh, maybe writer. There are things that you're doing to speak or get the word out. You can do team management, strategic planning. You can't do any of those things other than maybe the high level work that you're still doing for your business. If you're spending all day chasing phone calls and going through emails and trying to just catch up constantly and boom, all of a sudden it's 5 p.m. So it gives you control. I think that it gives you a sense of liberty as a business owner, which we lack these days. 
where um, you really feel like a, a ball and chain that that's tied to you with your business. And while you got into maybe a, a business to uh, own and to control yourself, there comes an inflection point when you no longer want quite that much control. And it's a bit too intense and overwhelming. So um, I think for a lot of the business owners that are, you were asking about thresholds, maybe at 30 um, calls a month, maybe, you know, 10 chats a month, you know, that's at the point where probably one of those is a qualified lead is going to pay you money and at least, and, uh, and that's where you're losing business time to, to shore things up. Okay, nice. And how do y'all make money? Well, we have a, a, a huge hiring effort to bring in the best receptionists, and we manage them, and then we offer them to businesses to uh, answer their calls, chats, texts, Facebook messages 24-7. So it is our job to get really efficient workflows and resources in place, and then to manage them for you and to provide that outsource service. Got it. Okay. And it's, a, I imagine, cost different or it's it's less money if you have a, a less volume and more if it's more how does that work actually yep exactly so the price per call or per chat goes down as the volume goes up so if you start out you know 30 calls a month 210 dollars uh, and any overflow will continue answering for you um so you don't have to worry about that's your limit uh there are optional add-ons so very controllable on the cost side Plus, it's per call, it's not per minute, so it's more predictable. You have an idea of what your costs are going to be. You have no idea how many minutes there are sort of being in inbound lead calls every single month for you. Um, so that allows you to really think about your marketing funnel. You know how much it costs to get a click or a lead on your website. Um, you have an idea of how many new leads are contacting you every month. All right, well, then this is how many calls I'm going to have. You know, maybe existing clients as well as another uh, um, margin there. And then there's your cost for Smith AI. Some optional add-ons are really efficient too. If you add scheduling, for example, it's a dollar a call. Well, that secures the lead from waiting for a call back to book with you. And what that means is, you know, they don't have any uh, further investigation to do with your competitors. As soon as they have a booked appointment, even if you're not available immediately for a transfer, they generally they generally uh, discontinue their search. So, you know, they're, they're going to go with you unless you really goof for some reason, which I'm sure you shouldn't. Um, and then, you know, as the volume goes up, let's say it's a thousand calls a month, you know, the price comes uh, significantly down and it's at a point where we can either be overflow for you or we can completely replace the, the receptionist that, that um, you might have hired otherwise. Nice. Love it. Well, Maddie, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? The main thing that I would encourage you to do is to just get started with delegating. Um, it can be a really uncomfortable process, very outside of your comfort zone. And the thing that I would encourage you to think about is that the risks of delegating are far outweighed by the risks of not delegating. So there is uh, way less damage that will be done by having 
your business communications answered 24 seven in a friendly and fast way than missing calls and risking the negative Google review for the lack of responsiveness and the leads that are being missed as well. So just think about prioritizing uh, and overcoming that fear a little bit because we do know that it is uh, an area of discomfort for a lot of business owners. It's a sense of new, it's a sense of uncertainty, but you will find that the business growth that comes out of that um, makes you quite comfortable very quickly. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on. Come on. Maddie, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with Smith AI? So you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Maddie Martin, and uh, you can find Smith AI at smith.ai. And you can also call us or chat with us. Uh, those numbers and it, it sort of chat widget are on our website. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, you know, you name it, LinkedIn, of course. And we do have a code for your listeners, George. So lifeblood, all one word, will get you $100 off your first month of service of calls and chats. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Maddie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to smith.ai. Check out all the great resources. You can find Maddie on LinkedIn, and I'll list all those on in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Maddie. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. <laughs>